Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, Dylan, before she says that, <laughs> she says, oh my God, no. I was like, what an absurd reaction to the hammer coming down. Sandy didn't tell you, Camille, uh, aliens have taken over the planet and they uh, yeah. plan on eating all our brains because right, right, right. that would justify a, oh my God, no. Well, that I, I actually don't think that information would justify that because what you're doing is like a little kind of sarcastic cartoonish, oh no, and the hypothetical that you just laid out is honestly something that the world has never endured before in its entire 4,000 year history. So it's pretty crazy, actually, if aliens were coming down and drinking our brains out of our ass. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Well, my oh, no. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Another brand spanking new episode of another Below Deck podcast. My name is Dylan. I'm saddled up next to one Pat Hickey. Permission to come aboard, Dell. Granted. Hmm. Is everything all right? Uh, no. Well, we got to talk about public service announcements, I'm afraid, right out of the gate. Okay. We got another one of these reviews that said that, ah, oh, we're clansmen. Oh, no. Yeah. It's going to be a little weird living in my house. I, I don't even know where I'd put the, you know, the white thing. Yeah. And then my kid might find it. Yeah. Oh, and I'm yeah. Jewish, so I hate myself. I mean, imagine you're walking in there, right? And you're like, oh, my black wife is uncomfortable. Imagine, imagine walking around with yourself. <laughs> right. Uh, but that, that's not racial. Anyways. We need you guys to get into the reviews, okay? To combat the insanity of people who are actually leaving reviews on our bad TV feed. Go listen to bad TV. A lot of great stuff this week. Uh, we spoke to Reality Steve. The Bachelor's coming back. Go to Patreon and listen to that. Lots of fun stuff. Well, hold on. Bad TV, just before we get into someone who said something really stupid about us in a yeah, review yeah, yeah. section. Right, right, right. Bad TV, Rock of Love. We have an episode recap where we talk to one of the contestants, 15 years, and we catch up with her names, Christia yep, yep. Bonita. She's a lovely person, fun episode. Then, stay, click on a, stay, our love. Stay right there. For Love After Lockup recap. Yeah. And then, stick around for an hour and a half episode of Bachelor with guest host Reality Steve and then Kate Casey. It is a feed filled with entertainment. It's going to be fun. 
We also did uh, Love After Lockup with the lovely ladies over at Escape to Reality. Um, but while the feed does have a lot of really amazing stuff, it also does have this one blemish, which unfortunately for us is rather permanent until you guys go into the You got to counter, counter fight it. Uh, I listened to a couple of their below deck reviews. The host at Racial Bias shown glaringly bright. Uh, there are kinds of guys who would wonder aloud to one another between giggles. Why we can't say the N word. Oh, um, so that is funny. Uh, that hypothetical of us uh, giggling together. We, you know, Pat, it's just uh, I don't understand why we can't say it. Why you can't know? we say why that? Can't it's we just a word. That. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's what the reviewer left about us. Uh, uh, so, anyways, this is this is over this whole Camille and Alyssa thing. I would imagine. Um, I, I I think that you know, listen. It's just a public service announcement. Go to the reviews. We need your help. We can't we can't hit Steve Jobs up and say, "Hey, we need you to review remove this review because Steve Jobs, he's not going to do anything about it, okay? He's too powerful and he's too busy." Yeah, he ain't going to do it. And Dylan, real hit that CTA a couple times. Yeah. Guys, let's let us hit 1500 reviews. Let them be all five stars. I don't care if you don't even write anything. Just 2, click five reviews, stars. That's what we want. Counterbalance maniacs like this. They call Dylan and I Racist. By the way, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. The entire yeah. time. You know how much heat I've caught for defending uh, Alyssa right, during this whole season? Right, right. We even had her on right, right, to right. give her side of the story, yeah. all right? Shut up, <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Thank you. So let's get into the show. What a show we had this evening. I mean, my God, what an episode. I love the episode. How many pots do you give it? All right, well, I'm going to get in my thoughts in pots, dude. All right. This episode. I, I mean, we can't do this every time. You need not protest. Okay. The request for pause. Okay, 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 okay. Baked with any is a request for your thoughts. All right. First off, I've never God seen a damn it. I've never seen a self-inflicted walk of shame like I did on this vessel. Yeah. With uh, Camille. Guess the uh, department heads had a problem with me. Huh? <laughs> yeah, we did. That was amazing. You know, one time in college, I made the mistake. I was complaining about my roommate and I did it with this new guy I met. I was at his house. He was married. He had like a house or no, it was actually a trailer. I'm sitting in there drinking his beer Very different. And, and I'm bitching and complaining about my roommate yeah. and the guy, he's probably like 35. I'm 18. Yeah. He goes, uh, Hey, drink your beer. I don't need to hear you complaining about your bullshit because you can just take that outside. Right, right. Now, right. I just knew this guy. I was going to call him a friend. Right, right, right. I thought that was fairly rude. Yeah, yeah. But his point still was taken. Yeah. Hey, I'm enjoying a beer and at so, my table and I don't need, need all your bitching, so get the fuck out of here. And you're applying that little tale, that sad, sad tale that took place in that trailer yeah. to Camille. Exactly. Right, it's right, exactly right. like that. Okay, She's going it. around looking for someone to, you know, be on her side and, and console her. Instead, yeah. she's met with, uh, uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you are lazy and get out of here. Yeah. I love that. I also love, there's nothing better uh, than uh, an English accent. I love an English accent. Uh, I knew it gets you were going to have extremely pithy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, well, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> No. Well, that's not going to be very thoughtful of you if you're not going to move your boat. Yeah. Will it be, ma'am? Ah, ah, interesting. Um, interesting. Okay. I wasn't, uh, didn't expect that cold to come over. But, uh, I guess we'll both ram our boats together and kill all the passengers aboard if we want to have it your way. How about we just run into each other and turn into a massive ball of flame in the middle of this body of water. How about we do that? I slept in Australia, and I'm good at British, but I slept in Australia, and I'm so embarrassed. Go ahead. It was wonderful. What a fun episode. I love how uh, Sandy 
boy, she doesn't, she deals with everybody with like very uh, soft hands oh, yeah. and a soft touch. Not with Fraser. Right, right, right. I think she, in the teaser, I think she told him his face smelled like a dead fish or something yeah, like that. that was pretty crazy, actually. Well, uh, it's just this season. She got just, up really close to it. She smelled it, too. Yeah, and She's yeah. like, it smells like a fucking dead fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, did you eat a 7-Eleven tuna fish sandwich or something? You yeah. smell. Anyway, yeah. I loved this episode. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a 70 knots. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. That's very, very high for you of late. Piggybacking off of Captain Sandy handling things with a certain gentleness. The all-star performance of this evening, maybe of the season, goes to one captain most improved. At every single turn, this woman is the kind of woman I want leading me into battle. She is my Viola Davis. She wow. is my Joan of Arc. I would go to the ends of the earth for this woman. And to think just a few short years ago, I wouldn't have gone anywhere because she's just in the kitchen sh shooting the shit with people. She handles the Camille thing brilliantly. She's tough on Frasier when she needs to be. She's tough on Rachel when she needs to be. She dismantles that sassy bitch that comes over the walkie with complete grace and, and calm She is most improved. It was just a great episode. Uh, her jumping off that dinner table chair and uh, and then running into the kitchen. Uh, I thought that the food was too hot, Patrick. The food was too hot and it was taking too long. Uh, Sandy text next time. All right, so um, let's get into it. Last we left off, Camille was in the midst of a shit canning. Eight thirty in the morning, quite early for a shit canning. It's too. That's too early. It's too early to be fired. I agree. Sandy tells her that she has listened to the department heads. That is a piece of information that Camille will holster uh, for later. But my God, poor Camille, she says, Captain Sandy, me being fired is the last thing that I want to have happen. <laughs> well, Dylan, before she says that, she says, oh, my God. No, <laughs> like what an absurd reaction to the hammer coming down. Sandy didn't tell you, Camille, uh, aliens have taken over the planet and they uh, yeah. plan on eating all our brains because right, right, that right. would justify a, oh my God, no. Well, that I, I actually don't think that information would justify that because what you're doing is like a little kind of sarcastic cartoonish, oh no, and the hypothetical that you just laid out is honestly... Something that the world has never endured before in its entire 4,000-year history. So it's pretty crazy, actually, if <laughs> aliens were coming down and drinking our brains out of our ass. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Well, my oh, no. <laughs> well, Do you see that energy weapon that just went off over there in that tidal wave? That's aliens. They're coming to eat our brains. Oh, no. What the fuck is wrong? Well, the point I was trying to make it is it shouldn't have been, oh my God, no. It should have been like, yeah, yeah I kind of saw that coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. idiot. Totally. Well, she takes, she learned such a great lesson from this entire thing. She's like, now that I'm leaving this boat, I've learned, fuck you. That was. <laughs> like, that. Camille, that's, that is not, you failed the test. You failed the test, Camille. Yeah, yeah. Her reaction is, uh, you, as you point out, she says, "This is the last thing I want." Yeah, we know it's the last thing you want. <laughs> oh, Sandy, you insane person. Sandy, I, I really, I could not care less for what you're doing right now. <laughs> uh, but anyways, we move on. Captain Sandy says that she wants unison on the boat, and she has given Camille chances eight days ago, chances seven days ago, and five days ago. Regardless, 
<clears throat> excuse me, of the mirrored performance reviews, Camille feels as though this is debaucherous. Now, you know, sure, she's thrown loose glass and plastic bags and stayed behind on the clock to hook up with Ben and uh, drank on the job. Uh, but this is debaucherous. She's pissed. She's done everything that she can do, and now that she's done everything, she is in scorched earth mode, which is what happens when someone is confronted with inadequacies that they feel deeply, but they've not unearthed them to deal with them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Sandy's calling out that things that Camille hates about herself, but Camille has not rectified any of those. Uh, Another analogy, if you don't mind, Dylan. Um, uh, My brother one time, uh, he... uh, Dwayne? No, Mark. Oh, this he was is Mark, really the mean yeah. one. He was the more physical one. Yeah. He one time he. Uh, hey, don't get too sad now. Well, no, no, no. It's okay. okay. Uh, he was. You said physical, so it's already getting there. He uh, yeah. he was slapping me, and I guess he <laughs> okay. sprained his wrist. And he goes, "You just hurt my wrist, you dickless little prick." Yeah. And I was like, "But he was blaming me, but he was hitting me." Oh, it's interesting though. He, you are a dickless little. You are you are a phallus, but you have no dick. Yeah. I would argue. Hey, Mark, I. That's why I have a very, very, very beloved podcast, and he's uh, freezing his balls off in Massachusetts right now. Hey, Mark, go fuck yourself. Hope your wrist's okay. Love you, Mark. So first, Camille goes to sass Rachel. Now, we all know that this is not going to work. You want to talk about demons, Camille has. Rachel is currently being screamed at by inmate apparitions. You know, like you giving her sass is not moving the needle for Rachel at all. Okay, Rachel says, "On to the next department." In in a in a guillotine kind of shutting down. After she lists all of her incompetencies, now Dylan, you've joked that she lives on Shutter Island, yeah. uh, but somehow she is completely uh, she's very clear minded here by telling well, this it's uh, like little insane person when, to buzz off. Yeah, when you have, uh, I think it's called tinnitus. You have a ringing in your ear. It's like a permanent kind mm-hmm. of I know what it is. losing frequency. Well, the audience might. Oh, okay. No. When you see the horrors that Rachel sees at every single dinner service, and they can pop up really at any time of the day, it starts to become home. Right. It starts to become background noise. Sure. Um, but it does toughen you up because, I mean, Good God, what that woman is looking at, what she's trying to make bok choy. I mean, it's got to be fucking crazy. His face is in it. Yeah. So um, anyways, <clears throat> Camille then moves on to Fraser, who tells her that he did not want this to happen. Her response is, I don't know if I believe that, and then says, I'm going to go talk to people who actually like me, a.k.a. people who are no longer subjected to my lack of work ethic and competency. <laughs> Competence well, competence, yeah, competence I want to. I want to say this. Uh, I wish Fraser, because he's pretty quick witted. You know, he's like us. When she said I got fired, he should have just said, "I know." Yeah, I'm the one who told her to do wouldn't it. it. Wouldn't it be funny if he like uh, he was like, she's like, um, she's like, I got fired, and then he like kind of reaches around her back, and then he like pulls out like a, a fake knife, and he's like, "It's a knife." <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, what? He's like, it's a knife. I, I just said, fall out of your back. You, I stabbed you in the back. It was me. I got you fired. Instead, he has a very thoughtful, I think he's trying to attempt to have a, a thoughtful conversation with yeah. her. Um, he says, uh, I don't think your heart's into it. Yeah. And this is me. This is Pat. Uh, I don't think her heart is into it, but it's into this. Right, right, right. Oh, oh that's the music cue. Oh, this is the, okay. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. Okay. So here we go. So 
Her, okay, so she, her passion her, is not fucking cleaning toilets. Her passion is this. Is this? What's her stage name? Millie Elizabeth. Well, oh, 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 look at me giving free promotion. I'm a racist. <laughs> well, Millie Elizabeth is a white woman. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm promoting her, man. Oh, oh got it, got it. Right? Got I'm it. supposed to be mean to her, you oh, know? Okay, got it, got it. Uh, okay, this is another... Oh, Jesus, this is filled with personal uh, stories oh, and, and anecdotes. Who, uh, do you know the name of the person that dropped that um, that video in our Facebook group? No. All right, well, here I go. I gotta find it. All right, while you're doing that, let me. So, as the audience well, knows, let's not lose sight of the issue at hand. No, here. absolutely not. Okay, I well, the issue to, being that you, you know, we have to give our fans credit. A hundred percent. All right, while you look for that, I was once an aspiring musician. I ended up being a complete failure, and I actually, uh, I made uh, minus thirty-seven thousand dollars as a career as a musician. My work ethic when I was pursuing music sucked. When I worked at that insurance company, yeah. uh, this has been covered quite substantially on the podcast, I was in a cubicle that I turned into a record uh, company, right. and I did a total of 37 minutes of actual work for that company on sure, a daily basis. Sure, yeah. Never hire aspiring musicians, podcasters, or actors. No. We suck at our job. No. We have no passion for it. You are just uh, a place where a paycheck until we get on to what we're really passionate about. And that's what's happening with Camille here. And I also think a really bad misstep on Camille. Come on the show. Of course, we know why you're here. You want to promote your music. You are, in fact, very talented. Uh, don't make a dick out of yourself on the show because it, it will taint uh, you being a famous musician. I don't I don't think you come out of this. I got I to gotta say... The music is, I mean, it's the kind of thing I want to jam to. It's kind of like a, a bad SZA. It's got kind of like, mm. uh, you know, R like new uh, R&B kind of vibes. Um, I'm rooting for Millie Illicit featuring Lil Coop ad Need You. Oh, nice. um, currently, it is sitting at 1,000 views on YouTube. It was posted three years ago. Um, oh, and Camille doesn't have any music out. So uh, thank you, L. For posting that video. Well done. Thanks. Thanks. Thank thanks. you very much. Um, all right. So we move on to Camille telling Ben the heartbreaking news that it is, in fact, her last day. And he asks, what happened? She says, I got fired. I mean, Romeo and Jules kind of shit with this dialogue. Oh, yes. Really, yes. really powerful stuff. Well, you know, I, I'm not sure what Ross is. What is. happened? I got fired. What do you mean, what happened? <laughs> it's my last day. What happened? <laughs> now, Cam, uh, she confronts the deck ham yeah. uh, here, and she attempts to implicate Ross as the department head yeah. that also got her, contributed to her getting shit canned. Yeah. And Camille's like, hey, you got something to say? And I believe he says, uh, Piss off, and I heard that's a European for. I'm not dealing with you right now. <laughs> yeah, I I don't. I'm sorry. I I don't. If it's the personal's fine, the work is. Uh, he just saunters off. Now the thing is, Ross is Caligula, right? He is a sex addict. He is. Uh, he has an insatiable thirst. I mean, this man, knowing the kind of waste that he has to lay mm. every year, or he will have a psychotic break. I think that, that when you have that level of addiction, sobriety is not an option. 
Right. Okay, you'll you'll get the sweats. You'll get fevers. You'll commit crimes. Stuff Your like legs that. will shake at three legs in the morning. Will shake at three in the morning. So I'm shocked that Ross can work on a boat where he only has a certain amount of opportunity for this long. When he gets off, he must be like Captain Glenn, short of pulling out the blade. But Camille, the reason why he is so detached from her is because she's no longer an opportunity for him. Hmm. Now, she was Ben's, but as we could see, that meant nothing to Ross. Uh, Ross is in a Stanley Kubrick movie. He is... He's an evil sex addict. So when she's leaving the boat, he really has no use for her. I mean, uh, you know, uh, what 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 is a hole worth to somebody? Now she's not even a hole. She's <laughs> to him, nothing. Nothing. To she's him, she might nothing. be some liability with an H, HR or an attorney mm-hmm. later on because we got the footage of him basically pushing his face yeah, in Yeah, which she, you know, yeah, wouldn't falter. Um, Frazier is busted up about this, though. Oh, he yes, is, yes, uh, yes. you know, single tears rolling down, red, red cheeks. And I've got to say, Frazier, you got to toughen up, kid. I mean, I know that you're green at this, but, you know, you're going to have to shitkin many sea rats in your days. Or maybe this is not, it's just not the life for you. Because what you need to do is transform into a heartless, cold killer. You know, I don't want to say K. Chastain is cold, but I don't think K. Chastain would have any qualms with getting rid not of Not for a minute. I mean, Camille would be an afterthought the second she hit the dock. So, good luck. I'm glad you have a heart, but fresh. Let's toughen up, kid, all right? Yeah, yeah. Base hit now, babe. So, uh, a little meanwhile. Meanwhile? Ben is the most devastated out of, of all of them. Is he, where is he going to put his penis? Oh, was that crass? Well, yes. Oh. But also, the next stew. Right. <laughs> I think the I saw ve- that in the trailer. The very next one. So, Ben is devastated. And Katie is told to help Camille get packing. Camille puts her fur on and she goes about her merry way. We bid Camille adieu. Now, Dylan, I, I do want to back up for one moment here. Yeah. The idea that you get shit canned on one of these boats and, uh, and it's like now the clock starts ticking, like they think you might go post or something. Yeah. I thought it was kind of funny. Like you get fired and like, I forget what that movie's called. Maybe it's like Squid Games or something. They're like, you just over there like, you have 12 minutes to leave the boat or right. every other worker will be armed to kill you. Right. And then you that will speed you up. That will put a little uh, jump in your step. Yeah. She yeah. had to call Katie, you know. Yeah. Katie, get get her shit out of here. Or Frazier could. Oh, we're going to kill her. Frazier could come down and he could be like, hey, I got something behind my back. And she's like, oh, it's the knife, you know, that you pulled out. And he's pulls out like a real one. And, and then he's like. One minute left. Well, yeah. well, you know who'd really get off on that if that happened? Ross. No, Rachel, uh, Chef Rachel. Oh, that's She'd right. get like one of those uh, things that you smash melons at the county fair. You know, you could take out someone's entire head. She'd be like, Camille, I like, never liked uh, you. Uh, what, what's a Gallagher? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she'd have one of those. I'm uncomfortable with this conversation. Oh, sure. Okay. So let's move on to um, Alyssa, who... Um, you know, we're just going to turn into those two guys who chuckle about how we can't use the N-word oh, now, I guess. Um, Alyssa gets her moment to relish in Camille's departure, and it is disgusting. Now, we have a human moment from Alyssa coming up later on where she does kind of realize that she's been kind of triggered and trapped into mm, being yes, 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 this yes, kind yes, of yes. person that she doesn't want to be. But given that she has been that person, 
this was a cherry on top of what I hope is a chapter ending for Alyssa because she's just been absolutely awful. Now, she will go after Ross, despite Katie having very serious interest in him. But, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll find out at the end of the season that Alyssa really is a shitty sea rat. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Any thoughts? Uh, Let's see here. Uh... Uh, are we going to cut to, uh, can I jump to a couple things? Frazier uh, tries to regroup the team together yeah, and uh, make sure everybody's on the same page. Right. They, he's pretty confident that uh, now that the bad apple is yeah. uh, off the fucking boat, yeah. that service is going to excel. Right. Boy, is he fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we do a meanwhile where uh, Sandy uh, face, you know, I got to stop talking uh, about shit about Captain Lee if I want these numbers to grow. Yeah. Andy on Watch What Happens did a poll. Who's your favorite captain? You know who ran away with it? Lee. You've heard uh, Try It Free for 30 Days, right? Yeah, I've heard of that offer. It's a common pitch, right? Yeah. You know what 30 days is? It's it's a, a pretty long period of time. No, it's just enough time to pass for you to completely forget that you're not meditating anymore. And that thing just charged you $79.99 and is going to continue charging you that money. Oh, like in a subscription perpetuity. service. Yes, absolutely. You know what can help? Rocket Money. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, oh, I need that. monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. I've used it. It, it found so many beautiful things. Now, once again, we have to contend with, you know, a cousin of the singularity, something mm-hmm. coming in and cleaning up your P&Ls and your budgets for you. And that's terrifying. But you do need to kind of hand that over because Rocket Money just is better at doing it than we are. So stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash below deck. That's rocketmoney.com slash below deck. Rocketmoney.com slash below deck. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey. Hey. Who's hungry? Uh, me? Well, luckily... You and our audience are in luck with the the fact that we have Green Chef sponsoring this show. I love it. I'm honored. Uh, Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you. Not the other way around. Mm -hmm. It's not some restaurant telling you, well, this is what you're going to get, and it's also bad for you. It's also expensive. Not with Green Chef. Green Chef is convenient and easy. It will bring more flavor to your table in the new year. Because they have wholesome and elevated recipes. I just had their shepherd's pie on Friday. Magnificent stuff, huh? Order it from these guys. It was delicious. Uh, With Green Chef, you're also reducing your food waste by up to 38% versus the grocery store. How many times do you open up the vegetable drawer and go, oh, that parsley's black? (laughs) It's not supposed to be. How many times does that happen? That doesn't happen with Green Chef, okay? No. 
It just doesn't. I ate all our food. So go to greenchef.com slash below deck 60 and use promo code below deck 60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Okay. So go to greenchef.com slash below deck 60, excuse me, below deck 60 and use code below deck 60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Okay. That's greenchef.com slash below deck 60. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. Lee! I can't stand that guy, but I'm realizing if I talk this much smack about him, maybe I'm, I'm hurting our listenership. You know who was the lowest? Captain Glenn. He's my favorite. What do I know? Anyway. Oh, she, God. She, uh, Sandy, you know, these, there are certain polls when you poll uh, ugly Americans about their interests, mm. their likes, hobbies, and whatnots that just remind you that we are living in a wholly undereducated uh, country. I mean, a country filled and populated with really, really dumb people with no taste, no sense of right, no sense of wrong, and no sense of which captain is the best captain on below deck because it's certainly not Lee, who calls Sandy, or Sandy calls him because she's got to give him an update on who has been terminated. Um, and Lee says, the call's not going to work for me. I miss the lenses. Mm-hmm. Get me on FaceTime, kid. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You got that FaceTime. <laughs> Arr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember me? Yeah, we'll get him back, uh, what, second to last episode you or something? You got it. Yep. yep. So, um, Tony bids Camila Jew, just a quick thing. He says, take care and keep the up, up the journey. The guy is just, I mean, he's such a sweetheart. And he also says, I'm kind of happy because I can now sleep without two people hammering away at one another five feet above me. <laughs> five feet, he wishes. Yeah, more like 15 inches. So, um, Sandy debriefs Lee and says, uh, hey, what are you, um, what are you coming back hey. here? <laughs> so Ben is in disarray and the sex addict Ross is not sympathetic at all. He doesn't understand catching feelings for a girl. Luckily for Ben, he's got Tony who is just a magnificent man. He comes over, he confides in him and, um, you know, Ross once again, just kind of slides over and he's like, I understand, um, that you're mushy gushy or whatever but we do need to get the satchels on the chair <laughs> whatever the fuck they do yeah uh it, he was kind of pissing me off i was like ross come on. will you just let the guy have a cry i mean my gosh yeah he's a, not gonna get his pole shellacked anymore you know what i mean patrick it's much deeper than that oh right star-crossed lovers we've got ben and we've got millie illicit you know what I mean? Well, I guess uh, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. And I guess that will, love according the to you, the next, uh, the next hire. <laughs> the next hire. So um, <clears throat> we move on to perhaps another feud, Ben versus Alyssa. This is like Mel Gibson chasing Isaac Thomas for, I think that's his name, uh, Thomas Isaacs, whatever his name is, the general for uh, slaughtering his son and then slaughtering his other son. Ben knows that she is the one that has caused him this much heartache. And let's see if he writes this wrong. Right. Right. By ignoring her. Ooh. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Just saying. Here, take these water bottles. Yeah, provisions came. Man. Oof. Really, really saucy stuff. So Ross continues to berate 
Ben for not being a uh, for not being a crude and serpentine sex addict. And then the guests arrive: um, elderflower and lemon for the preggers, and booze for everyone else. Alyssa calls her mother, who raised a toxic human being, and things then hum along. Everyone's rather pleased that Camille is no longer there, and we have some lunch with the sea rats. Now, before we get to Alyssa's very human moment, we have very odd product placement with the condiment company Truff. What the fuck was up with the product shot of Truff? Now, everyone who knows anything about the culinary world knows that truffle oil is a crude petroleum product masquerading as one of the rare fungi on planet Earth. The rare. But I got to say, I have a soft spot for truff. I mean, that hot sauce. It's got so much sugar in it. It has this sweet spice to it. It's absolutely magnificent. Now, I won't go out of my way, but if someone gives me a bottle of truff, I'll, I'll put it on everything. It's like Heinz 57, but better. But still very strange that it was just had its own moment on Below Deck. Wow. Bravo. Now, we get to Alyssa's very human moment here. <clears throat> now, I hesitate to shit on Alyssa because I don't want to be branded someone with a hood in the closet. But, I mean, this is not going to turn around. She's not going to make any changes. She's going to be a sassy, kind of quiet-voiced monster to, I think, the rem- you know the, the remainder of the sea rats for the remainder of the season. I think that's the state that Alyssa's in right now, but she's young. She'll change. I, I, think, I think what she's doing now is very cathartic. When yeah. I was watching her kind of work her process through yeah. all these events, it was yeah. like it was like saving Private Ryan in yeah. that moment when uh, Matthew, uh, whatever his name is, face... Broderick. Uh, I don't think it's... Uh, yeah. And Damon. <laughs> he uh, realizes all these people died... Man, for you to come save you. Yeah. So you need to, you know, for their sacrifices, yeah. get, you know, live a good life. Yeah. With uh, Alyssa, with Camille, she's like, uh, she needs to not feel uh, guilt anymore, but, you know, because uh, Camille was sacrificed. She needs to live a thriving existence, vacuuming boat carpets. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, it's a life of a sea rat. I mean, she's, she's beginning at, at this level now. The episode should have been called Saving Sea Rat Alyssa. Do you remember that, that scene in Saving Private Ryan when they finally find him? And he, he, they're like, Ryan, Private Ryan? And he just takes his uh, Ray-Bans and he just flips them upside down. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, my favorite part. That was a great part. And then they... Uh, they mess up his dad's Ferrari. Yeah, I think that's what happens. Yeah, I loved it. Super good film. Like 80s <laughs> nostalgia kind of film. You know? Oh, oh. <laughs> Do right. you believe John Williams did that score? Oh, oh. Uh, I mean, it's a, great, oh, oh. it's a great score. And if you're from that time, you probably love that movie. And listen, the movie's good. It's good, right? I haven't seen it in a yeah. while. Yeah. What's it called again? I forgot. Save Private Ryan. <laughs> Save Private Ryan. Stay off. So, oh, Haley oh. is allergic to work. She is being worn down by the life of a sea rat because she usually does two Botox appointments every other day. Now, I know that Haley may be allergic to work, but another thing that she's <laughs> allergic to is money. <laughs> My God. Hales, we love you. You're a sea witch, but I mean, I mean, she's an awesome character. I love Haley, but two Botox appointments every other day. I mean, you got to get more business. Here's my only tweak with her character. 
yeah, really funny. And we do need kind of the comic relief or the Muppets, the guys up in the, you know, the balcony up there. Yeah, those guys. Next time, come single, please. Okay. Yeah. On please, that, please. Hail. I'd love you being funny and then also going out on uh, on your nights out and uh, getting yeah, wasted. Yeah, it's like not cool. Like it's just like you and Frazier like smacking each other's butts and stuff. But he's gay, so like it's not like I don't know. Just be like really cool if Haley was single. Yeah. You know. Do something about that, Bravo. <coughs> what do you want them to do about it? I don't know. Do what, you want them to kill her boyfriend? I didn't want it on. on so we get ready for a multiple course tasting dinner. Uh, we've got another around the world uh, carousel. Uh, we've talked about it before. It's just a tornado of randomness. Uh, Chile, Japan, <laughs> Idaho, Italy. And before you know it, we've gone around the world. There's no cohesiveness. Just a loose theme to a bunch of random fucking plates. <laughs> I need a meanwhile. Meanwhile. Alyssa begs Fraser to check on her. See how she's doing. He does not oblige. Sandy gets a resume from, I think, her younger self. It looked like a, a blonde woman with a bit of a bowl cut. But speaking of a younger version of her, we sit down to dinner with a little sea captain history. Now, Sandy, we know, we know, we know she was a booze bag. But what we did not know was that she kind of looked like Tony when she was younger. <laughs> Handsome young lady, which is crazy because Sandy has this lioness-like like beauty to her. She, oh, she's pretty. Yeah. I think she's pretty. You know, I, she did remind us of her party curl days, which stopped. Uh, you know, when she stopped boozing, he said life was incredible. Yeah. Especially for that time she did that cameo, hopped yeah. up on Xanax. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> allegedly. Listen, if you have back pain, <laughs> Patrick, you're right. If, if you have back pain, you can break sobriety a little bit. Okay. We're all imperfect creatures. Love you, Sand. Can we call you hey. that? <laughs> hey. Right. So um, Japan is the first plate. It's miso soup. Pour it yourself also. If you have a dish towel on you, you might want to use that because the fucking thing is really hot. Oh, five stars. See you later. <laughs> Unbelievable. One person picks it up, and it is like a goddamn volcano. Well, it, it's it's like a, a beaker filled with some type of corrosive liquid inside. She drops it immediately. It's so hot to the touch. There's pizza soup everywhere. <coughs> My God. Sandy's watching. She's like, strike one. So let's talk about uh, really quickly getting on our knees. I thought this was a fun marital dispute that most marriages go through. Um, someone said something about... We'll get down to pray. And then someone said... Getting down uh, to yeah, pray. I, I think they were right. alluding to you. Uh, someone getting their dick sucked. Yeah. Which of those two things, it's, uh, it's uncommon to relate to, you know? Praying and getting your dick sucked. Yeah, it would be fucked up if someone was like, hey, you want to go to church? Like, why, why do you call it that? I don't want to. I don't want you to call it that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love Imogen. She's a little bit of a firecracker. Oh right? yes, yes, yes. He's yes. like, uh, he's like, you don't ever get on your knees. And she's like, you're a disgusting little man, aren't you? She says that to her husband. I love their relationship. I love her. I mean, the name sounds like a company that wants to put chips in our brains. But uh, no, no, no. It sounds like a singer who sings like this. I used to love Imogen Heap. When I was in an emotional period of my life, I listened to a lot of Bon Iver and a lot of Imogen Heap. Just sat up in a cold room in New Orleans, not quite ready to get out there and throw my penis around. I was still heartbroken. I was listening to Imogen Heap. <laughs> All right, so Caribbean ceviche is up next. It is inedible. 
too hot. It's too hot for the guests to actually eat. Um, and Rachel says, you know what? Listen, it's tough for me to cook not spicy things when I am seeing people's flesh melting off of their skeletons. No, it's an even worse excuse. She says, I'm still I'm still in like India mode. Like, yeah, I'm in India mode. We had these these charter guests that wanted this really spicy food, and now these people don't want spicy food. And it's like, Rach, that was a very specific request. That is not something that needs to be carried over to uh, people from a country whose spiciest food is black pudding. Okay? Do not give us that. Um, so... The uh, she says some people's piss smells like a uh, some people's piss smells after asparagus. Get the fuck over it. Get the fuck over it. You served these people a pocky chip. It's not okay. <laughs> Turkish stuffed dates are up next, followed by a Mexican empanada con queso, Asian making coconut shrimp. Is dinner dinner is not going well. Um, it's very very quiet. It is two hours long, and. We circled the globe with an Italian ravioli. Hmm. And what country are we ending with for dessert? Italy, once again. I mean, the, the, around, the, the around the world is just nonsense. <laughs> um, now, I don't know why this was such a surprise to these people. Like, they're told there's going to be an eight-course tasting menu. You're going to be at dinner for a long time. Two hours for eight courses is not that crazy to me. I agree with you, but it ended up being three. Yeah, three hours for eight courses is a little much. It's excessive. Yeah. And these people are pregnant. Just give them three courses. There you go. Give them, um, begin the meal with some type of um, soup or burrata salad. Then give them filet and lobster. <laughs> And then give them some type of bonbon and tell them to go to bed. <laughs> uh, That's all you have to do. Uh, did you get to the part where uh, Sandy gets up and runs? No, I didn't get there. Oh, yet. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, she gets up and runs. Pat, take it away. Oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Did a lot of podcasting too. Yeah, no, we did a lot. Um, she runs into the galley and like some people are like, hey, Pat, she's got to let them know that, you know, Rach is, you know, living in Shutter Island right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what this does is it actually kind of um, warns the guests that it alerts them that yeah. something's up. Right. Which they might have not otherwise. They just thought service was slow. Right, right, right. So, uh, and it's also saying that Sandy doesn't trust her departments. No. no. You don't think so? No, 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 no. I'm saying she, she doesn't. But, you know... Sandy trusts her department until a certain point when she recognizes that her chef may be seeing nightmarish visions while she's trying to prepare an eight-course dinner. She has to step in, and that's the mark of a good leader. And even being aware of something like that off the wall is uh, just a, a show of how competent a leader she is because mm. she's thinking of all possibilities because okay. normally people wouldn't wouldn't go there but sandy does so dinner is over and we tuck in for a little emergency call from a pithy little piece of shit neighbor sandy vaughn captain sandy most improved vaughn takes a call from what sounds like a bitchy bond villain and demolishes him 
well, we'd appreciate it. It'd be a thoughtful move on your part. And she answers simply, we're not moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not moving. Yeah. Oh, you can hang up the phone now. Yeah. Now, this was a very, very confusing call to me. Um, one, the guy was just so rude. So unbelievably rude. That this man would speak to this woman who is captaining a much bigger boat than him. And I'll get, I'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. The way that he did, and when he is told no, to throw the hissy fit, the hissy little tiny little hissy fit that this man throws was shocking to me. But the big boat thing confused me. Like, uh, is there not a hierarchy with the size of the vessel? No, it's what time you parked your goddamn boat. If, if I you was, come second, you got to go. I know, but honestly, if I was Sandy, I would just say, fucking hike your little dinghy up and get the fuck on, Cheech. Well, I guess I'm having quite a good time right now. Yeah. Well, just, well, people on the Titanic were having a great time. We might kill each other, and I'm not moving. I'm that crazy right now. I hate. I'm nuts. I hate this man so much. And obviously. Let's see if we can get him as a guest. I'll, I'll see if he's got an Instagram. I would love that. I'll look for a hashtag uh, pithy, angry British guy. Yeah, totally. If anybody out there listening can track down the type of vessel, the name of the vessel, and the man who was captaining the boat, that would be great. <clears throat> and if not, it's not a problem. Not at all. Um, Probably forget about doing that. Yeah, no. We if if minutes. you did do that, we'd be like, oh, completely forgot that we asked somebody to do that. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Hey, what were we talking about on that uh, page, uh, Patreon where you asked hot or not? I was looking at what did we say? Oh, uh, Leah Michelle, not hot. They thought she wasn't hot. Okay, good enough. Sorry for the interjection. That's okay. So, um, w- <laughs> Next morning, no one's dead. Next morning, no one's dead, but we've got to take a quick break for... I want to do an important public service announcement here, but I feel like we should do it at the top of the show, but let's just do it here. Okay. Uh, Next Monday is going to be our live watch down of Below Deck. So um, if you are not a member of the Patreon... Uh, the network tier, go to patreon.com slash another podcast network. $20 tier members will be able to get the show or watch the show along with us. Um, we'll pod live with you guys and then interact with y'all's, you know, during the commercial breaks, stuff like that. It'll mm-hmm. be like a fun fan watch along. Also, um, next week we're dropping our recap of the film Soul Man. Soul Man. So uh, go find it on a streaming service and watch, uh, watch, reacquaint yourself with the film so Dylan and I can break it down. You know what we're talking about. Uh, so lots of fun stuff at Patreon. That gum. So, um, we wake up the next morning. No one is dead, and we get a little sea rat history. Finally, it is something of value. Ross, the sex addict himself, clues us in on the only long-term relationship of his life, and by long-term, we mean twenty-one days. It was with. The little Lizzie Bird herself, Elizabeth. Stargazer. Stargazer, that's right. Um, any thoughts on this? Uh, none at all. I thought it was interesting. He said four, it was uh, his longest relationship, four years, and then he sneaks in there a little bit that they were kind of on and off for most of it. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a long-term relationship of four years then. It's kind of a four-year on and off relationship. Those are two completely different things. Well, I mean, relationship can be applied pretty broadly. Um, if oh, you true. fuck someone once every six months, I mean, you technically have a relationship. If somebody <laughs> drops off uh, milk 
uh, every week, but you never really know them or see them, and you just kind of wave and you go, "Thanks for the mail." That's a relationship. Oh, that's true. You know, so he he's kind of taking liberty with it. Uh, he is a sex addict. Uh, so we move on to a little Middle Eastern breakfast, one of stewed tomatoes and eggs, that being shakshuka. Now Rachel is in the midst of preparing the dish. Finally. Gets the weight off her chest. She turns to Cameron and says, I'll come clean. I've been seeing untold horrors when I make dinner, and I am just feeling a little bit underwater right now. <laughs> now, first up, uh, or excuse me, Fra- Fraser takes the shakshuka, heads up, and mispronounces the name of the dish. Then we go over some of the lowlights of the evening before with the guests. Um, they were not thrilled about the heat, of the one food, they were not thrilled about the heat of the vessel for uh, the miso soup. Mm-hmm. Um, anything? Oh, was, they also mentioned it was uh, too long. Oh, yes, it was too long. So this is, uh, I don't know if Sandy was hanging out with them, listening in, but she takes this time. Oh, I got to talk to Rach. And she calls Rach up yes, to uh, give does. her the business. Yeah. Well, first, Connor the medic gets there. Oh, right, right. And diagnoses Haley as uh, fine. <laughs> if I was Haley, I'd be like, listen, uh, you're being a little too, like... You know, it's my health, man. Well, there's nothing worse than like a health professional who's like, "You're gonna be okay." It's Too like, bad, Phil. Yeah, I understand, but okay. Will you lose the snoot a little bit? Okay, half of my foot is numb. I've never experienced that before. I'm glad you're telling me it's okay, but my God, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so let's get to Rachel and Sandy. Sandy's really Sandy here. Perfect sternness and leadership. She did not threaten to eat Rachel's ass. Not Mm -hmm. one time. She did not. And she told her, you know, with a perfect mix of tough and love, that she was biting off more than she could chew. And the thing that she was trying to chew, no one had any fucking interest in. So just chill out. (laughs) Chill out. No one wants eight course dinners, Rach. Well, some people do, but not these people. So Frazier heads up on the sun deck and is asked, hey, did you guys have someone who came in like 25th on American Idol here yesterday? Because you guys seem to be working really hard. <laughs> he says, humiliated. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think that's kind of uh, where we end the yeah, show. Yeah, well, they I just mean, hint at the picnic gone awry uh, with another uh, late uh, lunch. Yeah, another late arrival. Um, and that is it for us, uh, iTunes ratings and reviews combat the insanity and uh, go to patreon.com slash another podcast network for live watch longs, ad free content, lots of fun stuff there. We love you guys very much. Oh, join us on Facebook as well and mm-hmm. YouTube. Be patient. We love you. It's coming soon. I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Pat, say goodbye. Later, dudes. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.